One of my favorite ways to unwind is by playing a game on my phone while I relax on the couch. And June's Journey is my new favorite as it combines several of my favorite things, finding hidden items, decor and design, and solving a murder. In June's Journey, you dive into June's captivating quest to uncover a scandalous hidden family secret while discovering the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. As you uncover clues, you also get to build your own island estate with expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. You get to collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. You get to chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. So can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode contains adult themes and is not appropriate for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, the world. This is They Will Kill, a true crime podcast. I am Courtney Eck. And I'm Sadie Eck. And I don't have anything profound to say tonight because you know what? We keep the banister to the back here at They Will Kill. So it's Sadie's night. What are we talking about tonight? Sadie, go. This is the unsolved murders of Kate Bushnell and Lynn Bryant. I thought we agreed no unsolved murders. And no. although I'm working on one right now, so I take it back. Go ahead yep. and tell me all about it. All right. On the afternoon of Saturday, November 15, 1997, 14-year-old Kate Bushnell left her home in Exwick, Exeter, Devon, to walk her neighbor's dog, a Jack Russell named Gemma. <sighs> the neighbors went out of town for the weekend and had asked the responsible teen to dog sit while they were away. Kate was happy to help. She was spotted by witnesses walking the dog down Exwick Lane, a narrow rural road commonly used by pedestrians. This lane was familiar to Kate, who used it to come and go often. Her parents didn't think twice to let their teenager go by herself that day, but when Kate was still wasn't home at 6 p.m. and it was now dark, her mother and father started to worry. They called the police to report her missing and decided to go look for her themselves. They drove down the lane in their car, and when they didn't find Kate, they got out and searched the footpaths that led through the surrounding fields. After looking for more than an hour, Kate's father found Gemma, the dog. Gemma, who was unharmed, hadn't left Kate's side, but tragically, oh. Kate's father then found her lying dead next to her loyal companion. Oh my god. An autopsy would show that Kate's throat had been viciously cut. There was no sign of robbery or sexual assault, and police believed her attack had been random. What? How was that possible? Why? The medical examiner found orange fibers from non-fluorescent workwear on Kate's body, and it was determined that a knife with a six-inch blade was used as the murder weapon. Detectives quickly determined that Kate's attacker had a local connection to the area due to the remote location of the crime scene. She was killed in a spot mainly used as a cut-through and by local dog walkers, not a place someone from out of town would just happen upon. Mm -hmm. As word spread of Kate's murder, tips started to pour in. 
A man called the police and told them about an unknown male, quote, vagrant, who had been spending time around the area where Kate was killed. He said in mid-September, he first noticed the man as he walked his dog down the lane on the outskirts of Exwick. The witness described him as wearing a long, checky brown coat with a big collar that was very tight to his neck. He described him as having long, straggly hair, said he was between 5 foot 10 inches and 6 foot tall, and somewhere around 30 to 40 years of age. The witness got the impression the man had been sleeping outside based on his appearance and saw the man in the area several times after that. He said he was always wearing the same big coat, even when it was hot outside. Just three days before Kate was killed on the evening of Wednesday, November 12th, the witness told police he had been walking his dog down the lane when the man suddenly came out from behind the trees and startled him. Hmm. The location where the man was seen regularly was only a half a mile from Kate's home and in the same area where she was killed. On the weekend before Kate's murder, a neighbor saw an orange or red tent pitched near the crime scene. The neighbor remembered thinking it seemed unusual for someone to be camping on their own outside Exeter in mid-November. So witnesses came forward to say that they had seen Kate just before she was killed. At 4.55 p.m., a father and his children were on a walk and said they passed Kate and Gemma on the lane. A mother and her daughter also told police that they had been driving down the lane at 5 p.m. and noticed Kate as they passed. They said Kate had been looking straight at them, which they thought was unusual. Hmm. As they traveled a short distance down the lane, they saw a man standing by a small blue van, possibly an Astra or Ford Fiesta, that was parked on the lane. The mom and daughter questioned what he was doing there, but didn't see any reason to stop, so they kept going. After they heard of Kate's murder, they felt guilty that they had not gone back to help her in some way, and felt like the man they saw had something to do with her death. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, there's just nothing you can, you can't just stop every time things seem a little odd, you know, <laughs> just, I feel so <sighs> I sad about for them. all the time, yeah, well, and then you know, are just being derogatory, you know, towards mm-hmm. this man. Right. Might just be minding his own business, you know, being perfectly yeah. innocent. If she'd shown signs of fear or trauma or something, then waved them down or right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But yeah, just God. looking at you and, you know, intensely. Inten- yeah, intensely. No. The location of the sighting was reported to be only a hundred yards from where Kate's body was later found. Ugh. Police believed the mom and daughter saw her just minutes before she was killed. Oh my god, that's a fucking fuckfest. Yeah, it really is. Witnesses also claimed to see a man running from the lane a half an hour after Kate was found. By this time, the police helicopters were circling overhead, and it's believed they may have caused the man to flee. Mm. A few articles I read said that the man was covered in blood. But that just seems too suspicious. Like, if they're actively looking for suspects or, like, they just found a dead girl, they're not going to just let a guy covered in blood run away. So I don't, I just, I don't believe that that was true. But just, it is something I read. Yep. Despite Kate's murder being widespread and well-known, none of these potential suspects came forward to clear themselves, and the blue van seen in the area was never identified. 
Police worked tirelessly to clear each lead that came in, hoping one would be the break they were looking for, but that tip never came. I also want to say when I was researching this, I feel like there is just a load of information in England available about Mm. the victims Mm. and the crime, like that just maybe isn't readily available to us here in America. So I'm kind of curious to hear from our listeners who will tell me, tell us everything about this case that I'm missing. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm sure I feel very confident that I got the basics, but um, you know how that goes. It's just like, I think this was a huge case there Yes, and there's just not as much information available here. Which is so weird. I mean, the internet's the internet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. It should come down the same tube, I would assume. But yeah. Just putting that out there that I feel a little disappointed. Yep. Police worked tirelessly to clear each lead that came in, hoping one would be the break they were looking for. But that tip never came. How is it possible? What time of the day was this too? Oh, the evening. Like afternoon, evening? Evening. Yeah. Yeah, she left at five. Uh, that her parents got worried at 6 and she was found at like 7 p.m. Still, you don't get murdered at 5 p.m. walking a dog. No, not on a popular dog walking lane. No, that people also drive down. It's like a road, a very small road. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. so strange. Kate's case was covered on Crime Watch in January of 1998. Those interviewed for the program said it appeared that Kate's murder was the kind committed by a repeat offender saying things like, quote, unless a viewer can help now, the killer might not be caught until he strikes again. Mike Stevens, the lead detective on the case, said that all the officers on the inquiry were concerned that this murder may just be the start of the killer's attacks. A hundred percent. Eight months later, with no new suspects, Kate's murder was featured on Crime Watch again in September of 1998. At the end of the second episode, the audience was asked to come forward with any information that might lead to the identity of the killer, quote, before he committed another offense. Almost exactly one month after this appeal, it seemed as if Kate's murderer struck again. No. Ugh. At around 1.30 in the afternoon, on Tuesday, October 20th, 1998, 41-year-old Lynn, Linda, but she went by Lynn Bryant, left her house in Ruin High Lanes, Cornwall, to take her lurcher dog, Jay, for a walk. Mm-hmm. She took a path she walked almost every day, so it was very familiar to her. Lynn was a wife and mother of two, and very well-liked in the area. Her oldest daughter had just given birth to Lynn's first grandbaby. Oh my god. She was thrilled to be a grandma. Before she could even be considered missing, just an hour after she left for her walk, a passerby found Lynn's body by a gate Mm. leading to a field near her home. Mm -mm. Like, Mm -mm. I know, this is very much in the middle of the day. Like Kate, she had been brutally murdered while her dog was left completely unharmed. She had been stabbed multiple times in her neck and chest and police said her murder was, quote, horrendous. She had clearly fought her attacker and had suffered (laughs) defensive wounds. (laughs) Investigators said it was clear she had been stabbed while standing up, and then some more after she fell down. Mm -hmm. As authorities pieced together Lynn's whereabouts in the hours before she was killed, they learned she had gone to a local car garage to buy gas around 1 p.m. 
The garage was out of gas, but she ran into a friend and spent a few minutes chatting with her. While they were talking, a, quote, small, scruffy white van pulled into the garage and parked at a strange angle facing Lynn's car. The driver was said to be between 30 and 50 years old, with a round face and a full bushy brown beard with bits of gray hair in the brown beard. He seemed to be a large man and was wearing a waxed green jacket. As soon as Lynn left the garage, the unidentified van followed her. Ugh. The employees at the garage remembered commenting on how odd this was, but there was really nothing to do about it. It was later discovered that the van had also been sighted on the Friday and Saturday before the murder. It had also been spotted parked in the lay-by beside the chapel where Lynn was later found dead. Mm. The van was described as either an Austin Maestro, a Ford Escort, or a Bedford. So during Lynn's walk, witnesses saw her going towards Ruin High Lane's Methodist Church. Just 30 minutes before Lynn was found dead, a motorist saw her talking to a clean-shaven man at the junction by the chapel, very near where she was killed. He was described as 5 foot 9 inches in his 30s and wearing light clothing. Hmm. A farmer who was moving his animals through the spot where Lynn was later found said he did not see her there when he went through at 2 p.m. It's believed there was a very short window of opportunity for Lynn's killer to commit the terrible crime and get away unnoticed. Yeah. She left her house at 1.30. Oh, my God. The farmer was at the spot where her body was found at 2. Mm-hmm. And she was not there. And she was found a half an hour later. And there were people all over the place. Ugh. God, like, how? Chilling. chilling. Yes. How? I hate the luck that some of these killers get. I hate it. I know. Well, I mean, he probably, yeah, obviously he had been waiting and paying attention and ready mm-hmm. for a long time, I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, probably 100%. just a tremendous amount of skill mm-hmm. and he probably had done this a lot more than two times mm-hmm. to be able to get in and out that quickly. Yes. Know? A lot of patience. Yeah. But yeah. It really makes your brain freeze up and want to go to have a nap because <laughs> yes. it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So another farmer told police they saw an unknown man walking through a nearby field away from the murder scene, but he was too far away to get a good look. Like Kate's murder, police believed that Lynn's killer was a random attack, and the two cases, which happened only 87 miles or 140 kilometers apart, were Mm. quickly linked. The investigators from both towns started working together and sharing information with the understanding that these crimes might not be connected, but just a terrible coincidence instead. Yeah, that seems, I, I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> it's <laughs> not likely. No. In my opinion, not likely. So during an episode of Crime Watch, which aired in November of 1998, the lead detectives told people watching, quote, I truly believe that if we don't catch this man, there's every possibility that he will strike again. An appeal was made to doctors and psychiatrists to keep in mind any patients who might be capable of such a violent crime, indicating that they thought it was possible for the killer to be mentally ill. They also made it clear that the man in the white van was a, song, uh, was a strong suspect for Lynn's murder. No surprise, but this man never came forward to be cleared. Mm. So four months after Lynn was murdered, on February 2nd, 1998, Sun Won, walking along the lane where she had been killed, found a pair of tortoise shell glasses lying Mm. on the ground. 
Ooh, chills. They turned them into police, knowing they had found them in the exact spot where Lynn had died. How did they miss them? Oh, he probably came back. Sure enough, the glasses belonged to Lynn. She had been wearing them the day she was killed, but they hadn't been found with her body. I have so many chills. That's fucking terrifying. The killer was bold enough to return to the scene and make his presence known. He was toying with the police. Fucked up. It's so fucked up. Both Kate and Lynn's murders stayed in the news for months. Despite widespread coverage, there was no break in the case. Mm. A psychological profile was created for Kate's killer, which stated they were likely aged between 18 and 35, had previous criminal convictions, possibly for sexual assault. They thought it was likely the killer had sexual and or relationship difficulties. I mean, like, I just, I'm I'm not making Mm -hmm. fun, but it's like, duh, right? I know. Yeah, totally. Every time. Yeah. And was likely to watch large amounts of pornography. They also said it was likely this person was cruel to animals. But also not cruel to animals, you know? Yeah, good point. They they spared the dog twice. Mm -hmm. Yep. A similar profile was created for Lynn's killer. It's believed they are likely to be a loner, not in a stable relationship, and someone who has a hatred of women... Uh, which he may have expressed to friends or even psychiatrists. Mm-hmm. When asked about the killer, the lead detective in Lynn's case said, quote, this was a planned murder. It was not about Linda Bryant. This is somebody who was looking for somebody in an isolated location. In both cases, it was concluded that the motive was sexual, even though neither Kate nor Lynn had been sexually assaulted. Their clothes mm-hmm. had been disturbed by the killer. In the years after Lynn's murder, 6,000 people were DNA tested, which indicates investigators have DNA evidence linked to her murderer. Oh, come on. Genetic DNA, Mm -hmm. familial DNA. Get him, get him, get him. Mm -hmm. Right? It seems likely their killer or killers didn't stop with just these two victims. In early January 1999, a man with a knife attacked a mother and her 17-year-old daughter while they were walking their dog down a country lane in Netherton near Newton Abbott, Devon, which is only 20 miles from where Kate was murdered. The victims saw a man drive past them on the lane in a blue-gray Cavalier saloon before coming up behind them again at a slow speed several minutes later. Their attacker deliberately drove his car into the 17-year-old, knocking her Mm. over. He wasn't going fast, but, I mean, still, he ran her over with the car. Yeah. He got out and held a knife to the teen's throat, demanding the mother do as she was told. He forced them both into the vehicle and then drove them to a nearby field. Once parked, the brave duo fought their way out of his car while he lashed out and slashed the mother's hands with a knife. Go, 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 go. God, that is so absolutely terrifying. Good for I have chills thinking about it. I do too. That's beyond scary. They were able to flee, but unfortunately their attacker got away as well. (laughs) I'm so glad they lived, but fuck. No, yes. I mean, it's like, yeah, unfortunately, only unfortunate that the attacker got away. I'm so proud of those those ladies and i tell you i think that really if i was faced with being we've talked about this before like if i was a victim of a crime i would just be like okay fine i would totally freeze i would not fight or fly unless my kids were involved like you don't mess with a mom and her teen daughter like two of the most fierce 
individuals I can think of. Like I would yeah. destroy somebody if they came after my kids hard. I know? see. I think I'm the opposite. I think if, if that, if I, if they were like, do what I say or I'll hurt your kid, I would do what I was told. But if it was just me, I would just start bum rushing. I would just go full fucking <laughs> crazy. That like crazy. My coworker, when we worked at the group home, called it a coyote backing up a bear. That would be mm-hmm. me. I would just mm-hmm. go full coyote and totally. try to get my ass out of there. <laughs> you know, because if they move you, you're done, right? Right. Like they just say, your best bet is to just fight. like fight or run. Yeah. But or you run notice that them. in this kid. In this case, the mom did as she was told until she got into a position where her daughter could get away. Yep. And then they got away, you know, and then she fought. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good. Well done. Extremely well done. That's right. So Devon and Cornwall police said the similarities between the incident and the two murders were, quote, too obvious to ignore. The attacker matched the description of the suspects in Kate and Lynn's case and was described as white, 35 to 40, 5 foot 8 inches tall, and well-built, with short, fair hair with a roundish face. Mm-hmm. In late January that same year, there was another attack on a woman out walking her dog just 15 miles from the scene of Lynn's murder. She was attacked in a lane near Camborne, Cornwall, by a man driving a black vehicle. He was described as large, between 30 and 40, with light hair, wearing dark trousers, and a light top. She managed to escape with her life, but the attacker also got away again. And then... I can't believe he's sticking so close, too. That is so ballsy. I know. Well, he's bringing glasses back to the scene like he doesn't yeah. give any fucks he's just getting Probably away wants with to get everything yep, yes yep. and then on july 2nd 2000 a woman in salcombe devon called police after being stalked for more than 300 yards by a man carrying a six inch knife <laughs> She had been walking her dog, and when she noticed the man following her, her dog started barking at him, and he ran off. Oh, God. I need he to get would... bigger dogs. That's the answer to it. <laughs> oh, my God. My dogs wouldn't let anybody near it. They're so chaotic that even... Yeah, they're not you're... mean, but they would just, like, chaos people away. They're so crazy. Oh, yeah. You're perfectly safe. My fucking pugs, mm-hmm. though. I forget about it. I'm toast. <laughs> toast. Bill. Bill with his sweet little Bill's. tongue hanging out, like, oh, hey, <laughs> my legs aren't even. <laughs> I weigh 12 pounds. Um, he was described as a white man with a suntan, about 40, and clean shaven. He got out of a dark blue Volvo car before following the woman and was wearing green corduroy trousers and a blue sweatshirt. So, if this, I do believe that this is probably the same guy. He's so many cars, so many vans. Well, that's what, what thing is he's happening. Doing in a smart manner maybe he's mm-hmm. just borrowing them who knows yeah who knows? That's he smart, works for a car dealership totally mechanic mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. impound yeah mm-hmm. yep none of these men were ever caught or man one other possible connection was the murder of 66 year old helen fleet who was found stabbed and beaten to death on march 28th 1987 so we're going to go back in time over oh, a wow. decade back she was attacked in the secluded Whirlbury Woods in Weston Supermare. 
All right. You guys are killing me. I 100% believe Super that's Mar. exactly how you say those words. Not mm-hmm. There's no question in my mind that you just said that I perfectly. nailed it. I nailed it. Whirl, burl, wood syndrome. Whirl, 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 woods and Weston Super Mar. Mayor. Just making shit up. I didn't name these towns. Oh my God. Oh, anyway, poor, let's just, we got to take it back to Helen Fleet. I'm so sorry, Helen. So she was attacked in the secluded area that I'm not going to try to say again while she was walking her two dogs. Uh, She was stabbed. I already said that she was stabbed and her killer was, um, has also never been found. Mm. So decades have passed without justice for these families. Tim Bushell, Kate's older brother, said in 2017 that his family was extremely grateful for the work carried out by the police, plus the support from the public, and begged anyone who may have information about his sister's murder to speak out, saying, quote, I personally thank everyone who contacted the police to give additional information, as well as the tireless efforts put in by current and retired members of Devon and Cornwall Police. The 20 years of dedication, professionalism, and effort put in by the police to try and solve Kate's murder is staggering. I have been left humbled by the support and good wishes from friends, family, and the wider community. My parents and I still hope that someone will come forward and that justice will be served. Again, we would please urge anyone who is in the position, but for whatever reason wasn't before, to come forward and contact the police. Lynn's daughter, Lee, is now older than her mom was when she was murdered. Lee told the BBC the worst part in all of this was thinking about what her mom's last moments were like. Quote, when she was there on her own, I think that's probably the hardest bit that I do try not to think about, she added. Lee believes the killer is still out there saying, quote, you feel like somebody is watching you. I have felt like that for a very long time. We are just hoping that maybe there is somebody out there who had suspicions at the time, but wasn't able to do anything about it and will now come forward. In October 2018, it was revealed that a partial DNA profile of Lynn's killer had been isolated during a 2016 forensic review of the case. Yes. Good. And now for a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. So something you might not know about Sadie and I, I mean, we come across as so cool and confident on this podcast, (laughs) but we're a bit of a neurotic mess as individuals and together, honestly. (laughs) We tend to get a little bit hung up on problems instead of solutions. My brain in particular loves to just like think about the problems and then come up with like 90,000 solutions rather than like one actual solution. And then just spiral around in that and continue Mm -hmm. to do it and do it and do it until I'm exhausted and like a shriveled up version of myself. And my brain likes to just come up with problems and more problems and more problems (laughs) and more problems. And there are no solutions. There are only problems. That's a cool feeling. It feels awesome when our brains do that. Right. Uh, If only there was a solution. But you know, wait, you know what has helped me get out of that cycle? Therapy. Oh yeah. my God. So now I have a problem. And guess what? My therapist has helped me figure out how to solve that problem on my own. It's a, it's incredible. 
Sadie constantly will be saying something out loud, talking about something that's come into her life. And then I will hear her. I mean, she will verbalize it. She'll say out loud, like what the solution is in real time, because Mm -hmm. I can tell that her therapist voice is in her head, helping her solve that problem and coming up with a healthy solution for her in real time. That's true. What a concept. I know. So I finally got to the point where I knew I needed help in moving on with my life getting through my problems to the solution quicker. And when I signed up for therapy, she made that happen for me. I feel more like myself, so much less stressed, and and honestly, so much more confident too. Yeah, I really do. I feel like it's completely changed your life, really especially has. when it comes to that. Yeah, yep. setting things down that you don't need to carry around and then also just finally having some confidence to put yourself out there, which has yep. been huge. So huge. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. You can get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time, which is very important. They're not always the perfect fit right away. Finding that perfect fit is the number one most important thing with therapy. Absolutely. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can help you get there. Visit betterhelp.com slash they will today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash they will. Solve those problems, babies. Do Do it. it. You will love it. You will be so happy you did it. Goodbye. Yep. So they had, it seems like in Lynn's case, they had DNA before and they tested it. And now they have it again. Mm-hmm. They have new, I don't know if it's, they have a new sample. They found a new yeah. sample. Authorities believed it could be used to eliminate suspects quickly. And they announced that they were going to retest some of the 6,000 people who had their DNA tested in the original investigation. So wow. they're going to go back through it. They also had three main suspects in her case that were all eliminated with the DNA yeah sample Uh there was also i didn't get into the details because everybody it's like all of the possible suspects have been fully cleared Um, right there was another serial killer that they thought maybe was a part of this these kill these murders and he was cleared and they're just really i couldn't find any like really good solid possible suspects worth talking about totally so no dna match has yet been found there's a 10,000 pound reward for both Kate and Lynn separate. So $20,000 total. It has now been nearly 25 years since these murders occurred. And I really want to know if they're ever going to be solved. Anyone with information <sighs> is asked to call the dedicated incident room number 0800-096-1233. And um, that's what I got for y'all. What the fuck? Who went to prison? Who moved out of town? Mm-hmm. Who had a kid? Mm-hmm. Mm, what's the other one? Who that died? Could happen? Yeah, but def- but I would guess he moved, got caught for something else, had a kid. Smart BTK enough style. to change up his mo. It's too obvious to go after ladies walking dogs, so he did something less obvious. Maybe not. Maybe likely, maybe. Yeah, but they don't really do that generally, right? You know, it's like Israel Keys is the only one who just went all willy nilly mm. everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? just did as whatever he wants. Yeah. yeah, everybody else sticks to the plot. Mm-hmm. They cannot deviate. Damn it! Oh no. God, that is so. Those poor fucking families having to feel those eyes on you for all these years—that is so scary because you know it's true, and that is this. Oh God. Yep. 
Ooh, makes me want to vomit. Makes you me want to hide for them. What do you do? Oh my Don't god! Don't walk your dogs if you live in southern parts of England. That's what you do. Don't do that. Uh, I yeah, that one feels very close. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like some of these crimes feel very far away, and you don't. I don't know, less visceral, maybe. This right. one feels extremely visceral. It yes. feels very sharp. Yes. I don't like it at all. Yes. It's right up against your skin. And that yep. is so creepy. Yep, I agree. I, I really don't like to cover case unsolved. Not a lot of details. You know, it's just, it's hard. Those are hard stories yeah. to tell, but I agree. I, when I started reading about it, I was like, oh no, not a dog walking murderer. Well, and how quickly he committed the crimes, mm-hmm. how stealthy he was in getting mm-hmm. away how brave and brazen he was to mm-hmm. do it and i don't want to say brave because fuck him but right brazen is the yeah. word it, that's to return later and bring the glasses back <sighs> to be that good at it i, I feel know. like serial killers just get caught right you know mm-hmm. generally speaking they they get caught or they get caught up so they can't do it anymore <laughs> You know, they don't yeah. really stop. It's like other they, people, I understand when people get away with murder, they just did it once in the like crime of passion style, mm-hmm. but serial killers should all get caught. It should be the consequence of being a serial killer. Right? Right? Yes, I agree. But then you hear the statistics, so it's like, there are 55 million serial killers in the United yeah, States. Yeah, on the loose like, at all yeah. time. Totally. <laughs> what if it was 55 million? God, we'd be in so much trouble. It's... Um, Larger than QAnon. Which <laughs> <laughs> is still a very oh, large number. God. I'm really, yeah. I'm really uncomfortable with the number of people who are in QAnon. Right. But I'm more uncomfortable with the fact that there are 55 million serial killers <laughs> loose in the United States right Alone. now. Right. Facts, guys. Facts. Don't even check it. Don't even Google it. <laughs> don't even just do it. take our word don't for bother. it. Yeah. And it's you can tell by my back. pronunciation of these towns that we are excellent at our research. <laughs> <laughs> One in every two people is a serial killer in the United States of America. So yeah, that's something ton. you guys be aware. Keep your mm-hmm. eyes open. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh God. Oh. Those poor, poor, poor people. I mm, Everything about that. Just not even knowing your wife is missing and then she's just dead by right? like, a heinous murder. That's... Oh. Mm-hmm. No. mind bending no well well good one but also oh i don't like unsolved murders mm-hmm. i really really don't especially mm-hmm. when they're that brutal and they're that many of them mm-hmm. oh i hope they get them i mean this feels very much like a golden state style yeah you time. know he just like moved towns or had a kid or both and right. he's just laying low until they get him they're gonna get well, him there was a lot of talk in the newspaper articles too that the investigations are like the most money that the these towns have spent investigating murder and like they're not yep. gonna just let it go especially no. if they have dna so get some genealogy dna s- stuff happening they'll catch them Go, go, get, get it. it. I believe in you. I believe in you. The families Me believe too. in you. We can do You're it. You're still doing it, so fucking keep it up. God. Yep. yep. Ugh. Well, well, we just move into ugh. more ugh. better fun things. Everybody, like, do <laughs> a big, ugh, do a big thing. <sighs> like that. Here's a question. Here's a question that that just reminded me of. Every morning I wake up and, oh, 
my god like verbally stretch right like i mm-hmm. ex- there's demons that come out of my body and my mouth when i do that does everybody do that do like people who work in corporate america who are not who are neurotypical do that <laughs> basically is my question can some people just get out of bed a without stretching your entire body like your fucking cat and b without making the sound <laughs> that corresponds with stretching your body like a cat I don't are know. people married to people who can just get up and not do that i can't laura say. thinks that everybody does it but i don't think so i think that there are people out there who don't like i can't imagine like dwight d eisenhower being like you know just dr <laughs> fauci like mm-hmm. every morning probably like, does. make make a sound oh, it makes me I mean? want to stretch so bad yeah Jeff yeah Bezos i was thinking definitely does i don't think i stretch when i wake up but now you've mentioned it i'll pay attention i probably do but oh my god i mean i also well, get like usually screamed awake by my youngest child so yeah i don't know I that usually... that's like a leisurely oh good morning oh no it's like yeah. um mom yeah no yeah. no mine usually comes with um like on the weekend sleeping in i lay in bed and then okay it's time to get up and then i have to like Ugh! but i think it's just stretching oh, in in general like when i'm doing yoga i'm not necessarily like bellowing but i also don't do yoga very often <laughs> but i yeah yeah do people vocalize their stretches or is that just a certain part of the population so let me know guys please it's important yeah we need to get to the bottom of this <laughs> get to 40, the bottom 43 of year old woman finds out a couple things about her brain and now questions everything about human behavior and what <laughs> people do and don't do that's the journey i'm on right now right. and will be for get another year and a half minimum so <laughs> thank you for answering my unofficial polls because there will right. be many of them <laughs> yeah Anyway, the other thing that I know that people don't do is collect hilarious names, but they should because their lives would be so much better. Just like ours are, you darling darlings who help me with my collection every single day. And let me see. Can I? Get, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get through all these. Um, oh, boy. It's name time. I hit the mother load this morning by myself with TikTok and Twitter. So there's a big chunk that just came this morning, but I'm too excited to share them. So I'm just going to share these all. Starting with Malachi Jackson Vandersall. <laughs> no, Vanardsdal. Vanardsdal. Okay, read it again. Malachi Jackson Vanarsdal. I'm going to call that guy a wizard. Wow. I'm just going to take an educated guess yes. and guess wizard. 100% wizard. Right? Warlock, wizard, professor of wizardry. Those are your only options. Yes. Your name is Malachi Jackson Vanarsdal. <laughs> uh, somebody, somebody's brother went to school with a girl whose name, first name was Little Lady, and her mother's name was Big Lady. No. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. Salsa smacks of Southern stuff right there. I love it. In Utah, there's a fishing supply store's name, Master Bait and Tackle. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) She said, in the same county, they ran across (laughs) a 
<laughs> Mr. Pissmore Fishbein. <laughs> they cr- ran across him. Yes. Like his listeners upon. Yeah, in the white pages. Phone book. <laughs> I thought you meant just like passing on the road. Fishbein. No. But they well, said hello. they laughed out loud and said it to no one in particular because they wanted to see how it rolled off the tongue. And their grandmother compl- commented perfectly deadpan as a matter of fact. I know him. He just goes by Alan. <laughs> Grandmas, I swear to God. Say his name one more time. Yeah, I know Alan Pissmore Fishbine. What, what of it? <laughs> like flips the flapjack she's cooking. Right. Smokes her cigarette while she's that she's smoking while she cooks it. Tats her tatting. Tats her tatting. All grandmas tat lace, don't they? That's a thing that grandmas do. Or just ours. Oh, shit. I did see someone tatting lace on TikTok this week. Of course I did. And I was like, fuck, I've reached lace tatting TikTok. I've been thinking that I should learn how to do it because I feel like it's an art that's going away. But we'll see. We'll no, there's happens. there's a whole group of like cottage core gothy girls oh, sure. on TikTok I mean, all yeah. over it. You're you're good. That that okay. art will not die with this generation. Great. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland's full name is Kiefer William Frederick Dempsey George Rufus Sutherland. <laughs> uh, Nick Cannon's kids' names: Golden Sa- Sagon. Wow. Sagan, Golden's S A G O N, Powerful Queen, Zion, Mixolodian, Zillion Air, and Legendary Love. Holy cow. Yeah. Sagon, S A G O N, Sagon, S A G O N? Yeah. Not Saigon. No, S A G O N. Um, somebody's mother was obsessed with Corey Hart in the 80s and decided to name them after him. They said, my dad's name, my dad's last name is Hartman. So my mom literally named me Corey Hartman and she didn't realize what she did until she was six (laughs) weeks old. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. She said her mom, she got all excited and told her mom, her mama, that her name was Corey Hartman. Mama was like, uh, you just realized that? <laughs> um, somebody's grandmother's name is Constance Lee. So sounds like constantly. Kevin Woody Ryder is running for mayor of Carmel, Indiana. Yes. Go, Carmel. Woody Ryder. Woody Ryder. <laughs> Go, Woody Ryder. Joseph Baloney, Kenny <laughs> Kenny Russell Snodgrass. Oh, the member of the January 6th committee that was all over the news on 60 uh-huh, Minutes. Uh-huh. Denver, Rig- Denver Witt Riggleman. You made the list, Denver Riggleman. <laughs> hip hip hooray. I was watching the Bling Ring documentary, and there's a guy in there named Eden Shizzle, who was one of their victims. <laughs> Someone is a vet and has a client named Patty Fatty, (laughs) F-A-T-I. Oh, my God. Shit, that came from YouTube, right? I I think that one just came in, right? Yeah, so it was recent. YouTube is usually so mean to us in the comments, but I've been reading them lately and that one came through. I was really glad I had read it. (laughs) Somebody also (laughs) called out my... Poofus um, song poem that I wrote when I was 14. Yes. 
I don't remember which episode that's from, but go back and listen to it if you haven't. It's mm-hmm. worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody's name is Blue Pancake, and they live in the same city as Cindy Pancake. So Cindy Pancake what? has a relative named Blue Pancake. Oh, my God. Okay, and are you guys ready for the no. absolute fucking motherload? I do not know what is going on with collegiate football players and their names this year. <laughs> but holy shit. Remember how I read a bunch of them recently? It was like yes. DeColdis Crawford and everyone's favorite General Booty. People send me General Booty basically every mm-hmm. single day. And I mm-hmm. love General it. Never Booty stop. is basically Cindy Pancake at this right. point because here's some more. Are you ready? Yes. These are real. Any of these that sound kind of cuckoo, I looked them up and confirmed that these are college age Mm-mm. men's names in the United States of America. Some of these are from other countries because I went through a whole comment section of a Twitter thread. So Lad McConkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, have to go McConkie? kind of fast because there's so many of them. Well, but McConkie that's so is, funny. Is Lad McConkey. That's so funny. <laughs> it's so good. Here we go. Tank Bigsby. Boogie Curry, Jaeger Bull, Dylan Death Rage, Wing. I'm wait, 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 wait. Dylan Death Rage. Yes. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Which is a name I've seen before, but Dylan Death Rage is back with his Death Rage. Wow. I'm sure it's Death Rage or something, but Death Rage (laughs) is how it's spelled. Right. Wing Green, Tiger Shanks, Shitta Silla. No. Blazin Lono Wong. Wow. Hot Rod Fitton. No. That's a fucking real name. Hot Rod. Hot Rod Fitton. Wow. This guy, this guy I think his name is uh, Casey, but he goes by Kool-Aid McKinstry. And everybody yes. calls him Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid McKinstry. Yes. Ephesians Prystock. Oh, my God. Bubba Baxa. Patty Turner. Steel Chambers. No. Smoke Monday. No. Squirrel White. What? Booger McFarland. <laughs> Sadie. Pork Chop Womack. What? Quavassier Smoke. Casey Leg, who is a kicker, and his arch rival is Cameron Dicker, <laughs> the kicker. Oh my God. My mouth is just, my jaw is open. I'm, I'm not s- done. Hang on to it. I'm holding on. <laughs> Martin Moist Chew is an <laughs> NFL draft expert. <laughs> I blame Martin Moist Chew for these names because he, he started he's this. like trying to bury his name under all these other fucking crazy wow. names. Barney Amore, Chubba Purdy, Muddy Waters, Jim Bob Cooter, whose real name was James Robert Cooter, but went by Jim Bob Cooter. Wow. Alex Orgy, Deuce <laughs> McAllister, Chance Poor, Kobe Buffalo Meat, Seven <laughs> McGee, Shoes Brinkley, Bear Hunter, uh-uh. Sauce Gardener, <laughs> Deuce Chestnut. That's <laughs> your lying. <laughs> I swear on my life. <laughs> Chancellor Brewington. <laughs> Parker Titsworth, who is oh number 69. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hassan Treshawn, Ha Ha Clinton Dix. His nickname's Ha Ha, but Hassan Treshawn, Ha Ha Clinton Dix. 
cocaine mothershed. No. And then Sadie, this last one, I swear to God, on everything that is my life, luscious pussy. <laughs> I. Where do we go from here, people? Drop Where mic. do we go from here? Goodbye. That is the end. We're done. That was our Can grand finale. You <laughs> this is it. the end of They Will Kill. We didn't know how else to tell you. Goodbye. <laughs> Just kidding. At the end of the fireworks show. And it <laughs> <laughs> like you what? Oh, <laughs> that was incredible. Well, it was already incredible the first time around. Like all the new <sighs> Fish Williams and shit. Like we've already wow. been through a pile of names and then there are more names so many more than i could have ever imagined and some of those were from other countries and some of them were from the past but only like six of them out of like what 30 did somebody send you that list or did you just find it i found it on tiktok today of course god yeah they put somebody put together the unofficial like names draft of 2022 and so it was like man yeah, it was like Casey Leg versus you know Smoke Monday, and all of their um, all of their uh, what's the word positions on each side on the offense and the defense and stuff. And then I just opened up the comments, and it was just a million people like, "Where's Lad McConkey?" <laughs> what? <laughs> like you Lad missed Tanks Bigsby or whatever? Yes. <laughs> god I just, yeah my day has been made i couldn't believe it i woke I up today it. in the best mood and now i know why it was for that yeah. list of names because hot rod fitten was about to come into your life <laughs> a f- followed by ephesians price <sighs> i just can't deuce McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> shoes brinkley is <laughs> oh uh, man, the Chancellor other... Brewington. I can't. I can't. I can't no. believe it. The other day, I was following behind a van, and I look up, and it's a plumber's van, and it's Earl Gray and Sons Plumbing. And yeah. I, I, I sat there Familiar. forever, and I was like, "Is Earl Gray funny? Is that like <laughs> was Earl Gray? I assume Earl Gray T was named after an Earl Gray, and you know, I just couldn't decide. So. <laughs> Don't is Earl Grey funny? I don't know. I have no idea. No, no, no. Okay, it's, it's, it's common. Uh, charming. It's charming. I think. But, <laughs> I mean, kind of. If he was like, if he was doing an ironic job, then mm. maybe I don't know what that would be. Like Earl Grey coffee. <laughs> what? <laughs> coffee and tea at the same time? Wow, crazy. Oh shit! <laughs> Earl Grey coffee importers. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> or if his. La- second last name was latte or something anyway i don't know who cares um, my brain is done i'm dead <laughs> mine is too but i still have to do shouty outy so i'm sticking Woo! keep my energy up. okay do it let's do it thank you so much to everyone who supports us on patreon yep. get to your membership now do it go get yes. it yes please please There's do so many episodes over there guys like a hundred and 30. I say that every time. I don't actually know, but it's right around 130. I don't. Day. Yeah, it's like uh, 116 or something. But yes, 130. Uh-huh. We'll just stick with that for now. Uh, until we get there. But we're very yes. close to 130. Yes. It's a lot. Regardless, it's, over it's a 100. lot for your money. Yes. Uh, we would like to say a big thank you to our lovely listener, DG. Ah, oh, yeah. DG stands for Doing Goods. DG stands for Dante's Grave. DG stands for... 
don't look at me guy dg stands for dancing gravity style comma without it dg stands for dazzling gorgeousness dg stands for doing god's work dg stands for don't you got the goods i do dg stands for downtown goods stuff and dg stands for finally everybody knows this but it stands for <laughs> There's not very many compliments that start with D, it turns out. Stands for Damn fine God Yeah You are so hot my eyes have melted out of my brain. Even though your eyes aren't in your brain. DG Woo we got to tighten it up a little bit for you, DG, but get it's the first going. draft. It's the first draft. You can and send totally back your like... notes. Um, any yeah. edits you'd like to make, let us know. <laughs> uh, thank you so much to Alyssa D. Alyssa D. She's not Felicity. She's on electricity in the city. She's the one that everybody's calling up and saying, Elicity, what do you know about me? And she says a lot, but you can't handle it because it's all inside of me. And I am the one who knows all about it. And you'll never be able to access all of that information because it'll make the mortal mind explode and then she does a little bit of a wink and flips her hair like it's just another day and she's just cat carrying around the answers of the universe inside of herself no big deal no big deal because she's elicity not felicity in the city thank you so much to our Canadian listener, Cassie J. Cassie J stands for just when you think you've got it all figured out. Cassie comes along and sits mm-hmm. you down and says, listen up, sweetie sugar. I have a thing or two to tell you about it. Here's what you need to know. You've got it. You are it. You should flaunt it. You know it. Don't blow it. Stick it to it. Dig a flip. Do a chance. Take a chance. <laughs> Do a chance, take a chance. You are chancing, you know that you can win everything that you try. If you put your mind to it, you will not blow it. (laughs) Because how do I know this? Because I have done these things and I'm living proof that everything is going to be okay. If you do what I say, wink, wink, wink. I just imagine like Barack Obama or somebody listening to me doing these yeah. shouty outies. What would what would Barack Obama say? It's basically my um, personal hell would be somebody being like, like I get to meet Barack Obama and they're like, Courtney, play your Patreon shouty outies to Barack and like right here in front oh my of God. you. Oh my God. <laughs> or anybody, honestly, for that matter, like being at a family reunion and like oh. one of our aunts just oh i just like, got oh, so yes. many chills. yes i want to yeah. i can't think i gotta put that right out of my head but right 
it kind of makes me it makes me want to die but it also makes me love them more yeah yes right <laughs> they're so humiliating yes. but yet here we are i do this for you guys because i love you <laughs> so much so much you have one more in you or should we be done one more okay. i mean clearly i'm on a roll <laughs> <laughs> wink 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 well, I'm looking at this list of names, and we're we're now we've made it to early August. For those yeah. of you who are waiting, this is August. We recently got a message from someone who was like, "I keep trying to sign up, and I can't listen to your episodes, so I just signed up again, so maybe I can listen, but I can't." And I was like, "Nope, you're good. Uh, you got to sign up for a higher tier." But I am seeing now with my eyeballs that she did indeed sign up for a higher tier that would let her listen to our bonus episodes, and for some reason, you can't. So I'll get back with you. Suzanne G. Suzanne gonna come down, gonna find you, gonna tell you who's up to it. She is, she's the one who will come down to you and tell you what you're up to. She's got it all. She's a woman of the universe. She's got it all wrapped up inside of her she's carrying it around with cassie d i believe her name was and she will carry it everywhere casually (laughs) because she's such a fucking badass that she can carry the cosmos and the universe around like it's nothing just whoop throw it over her shoulder and go out the door she'll take it from day (laughs) to night she can do that because she's a fucking amazing i don't know anyone else who could take the cosmos from day to night like she can so (laughs) Good job, Suzanne. <laughs> you did it. You did it. You know, you just uh, put on a jacket and a necklace. <laughs> take that cosmos Easy. from day to night. Easy. Just take it right on out the door with you. Just throw away your loafers and put on some heels. Exactly. <laughs> your work loafers, your office loafers that we're in all wearing garbage. in 2022. Oh, shit. Real quick, real quick. I'm just, yeah. I'm, we're not going to get ahead of ourselves, but I'm just noticing that we have coming up probably next week, we'll get to this, our, uh, one of our patrons who lives in the UK and they're, it's like a thousand words. Why is it a thousand words? Foxdale, Dale End Road, Barnston. <laughs> like, what? what there's no numbers there's no like how do you find oh yeah you just go down to foxdale dale and like that's too many dales and nothing makes sense and then there's like a thousand letters and numbers at the end what yeah it's happening somebody explain it to me please i i i did uh i sent one of our patreon supporters something early on shannon our darling darling shannon who lives in new zealand and nine thousand percent sure she never got the thing because <laughs> it's just like words and letters and numbers yeah, and right. forever no. endless numbers and words and letters right oh and now and now know. i'm looking we've got an australian listener who's also has not had their shout out yet and they live in june dollop australia <laughs> god what, what is happening shouty out outy june dollop right anyway i wonder if she's brixton lives there too yeah. anyway anyway guys. thank you so much thank so you for listening much 
And if you want to listen to us more, you can always find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We're going to take a little bit of a break from the video for YouTube while mm-hmm. Sadie transitions into the new phase of her life called getting a job. And um, <laughs> Boring. Uh, we'll put up the audio version like we used to in the meantime, but um, eventually put the video version back up. Uh, but you can find us on TikTok with video if you want to see our fucking faces. And um, you can go to our website, theywillkill.com. You can email us at theywillkillpodcast at gmail.com. You can rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please yes, do it. Please. Well, only like two pla- one place, mm-hmm. but please do it there. Well, review <laughs> you us there. You can only do it on Apple, really. S- subscribe and follow us however that works on your app. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right? those things. Yes. And if you like our episode, share them with your friends. If you're like, yes. wow, that's fucking weird. Who killed this person? Whoop, three button, three dots. Yep. Push them. Send them. Go. Send it on out. Do it. You guys uh, have been amazing at sharing us. That's literally how we've grown up until mm-hmm. TikTok, honestly. Mm-hmm. And so thank you for that and continue to do it if you are Please so do it. inclined. Mm-hmm. And thank you, AJ Burgans, for our music. Thank you so much. We love it so much. And remember. Mm. <laughs> the other day we were watching the uh, Trust, the t- television show Trust on FX about the John Paul Getty and John Paul Getty the third getting kidnapped. Very good. Danny Boyle directed it. I meant to tell you that the other day, Sadie, because you love, love Danny Boyle. Him. Yeah, it's such a good show. But um, John Paul Getty Sr. had these like curly cue things coming down from his ceiling of his fucking like, you know, castle that he lived in. <laughs> and I was like, look at those curly cue things. And Laura says, oh, yeah, those are cool AF. And I thought, because Laura's been around the world, she's traveled extensively, and her mom, like, speaks and teaches French. I was like, what's a cool AF? (laughs) I was like, ooh, cool AF. Oh, what is that? Q-U-E-L-E. So funny. U-F. Yeah. No. Cool. Cool AF. (laughs) What did Laura say to you? That the poorly things were cool AF. She's no. like, yeah, those are cool AF. <laughs> but then when you asked her what a cool AF was, what did she oh, say? Oh no, to I you? immediately figured immediately figured it out. I was like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I wish you'd asked. I would have asked for sure. We laughed and we laughed. We had a real hearty <laughs> laugh over that one. No, so funny. God. Because <laughs> Lori is usually the person who comes back with like, oh yeah, that's a Diebenkorn painting from you know, like she just knows a lot of shit. She's not pretentious in the slight, like in the least, but she right. has information that other people generally don't. And I was like, how the fuck do you know what the curling cue things are coming down from the ceiling of that castle? <laughs> she doesn't. No, <laughs> she's just agreeing that they are cool as fuck. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so next you time you're guys in are cool 18th, 15th century f- fucking British castle, look up and look for the Kool Aid. That's right. <laughs> oh, we love you all so we much. Love Thank you, you for being so here. Much. We we'll will see, see you very soon. So soon. We'll yes. see you then. We will see you then, and then we'll see you on another time. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.